Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. Broadcasting from the heart of the I Work For Him nation to Christ followers working in cities all over the United States, you've tuned in to the Voice of the Faith and Work Movement with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're so glad that you tuned in today. we got a heck of a story for you today coming out of Tyler, Texas. All kinds of great things coming out of Tyler, Texas. I think there's some school there or something like that. <laughs> that we'll probably hear about that from our guests. But before we get to our guest today just want to encourage you just to recognize that you know what it doesn't no matter what your job is your work matters to god in fact when god gave adam work he said adam i want you to name all the animals and then what what did god do god brought the animals to adam and so that adam could name them so they were in this together it was like a teamwork deal it was it didn't say adam go do it and go find all the animals he says you do this and i'll do my part and it's no different today whether we are cleaning commercial office space or whether we're alignment or we're selling used cars or we're working in the medical industry. No matter what it is, God wants to work alongside of us each and every day. He does. So no matter where you are today in your workplace, take a moment, take a deep breath, um, and listen to what the Lord may be teaching you. And um, hopefully something that you hear during this uh, show today will be something that can really help you to look at your work a little bit differently. And in with that in mind, go to our website, iworkforhim.com. And there, if you um, go up to the blog tab, you will be able to go back and read past blogs. Maybe there's something there that can just um, help you in your perspective with your work. We do send that out every week. So I just want to remind you, you can sign up for that blog and have right. it sent to you. And most of the time, I'm writing those blogs just out of my heart, just things that are really... I, I don't know, they're either chapping my hide or there's things that I'm frustrated with in my own spiritual walk, but it's just things from my heart that, that we share. And uh, so we love to uh, clap those on, connect those to the podcast links that we're sending out. That's Martha's right. giving me a funny look like I shouldn't say that it was something that's chapping my hide. No, that's no. I was actually thinking, yep, that's pretty true. <laughs> <laughs> you get on a soapbox right there on Friday afternoons. I have no soapboxing <laughs> available. All right, you know, not everyone has the gifting to be an entrepreneur, but everyone is called to work. So what does an entrepreneur do when they need help? And how does a Christ-centered entrepreneur make sure that if, as he's going to lead an organization and as an organization grows, how does, he, how does he or she make sure that the people that are going to be touching the lives of the everyday worker within their organization are also Jesus followers, who are also representing the culture that they want to uh, duplicate within the organization? Well, today we're going to head off to Tyler, Texas, and, and highlight a story from Office Pride Franchise, officepridefranchise.com. You know, you've heard these guys on our show before, and most of the time we're talking to the franchise owners, but today we're going to talk to Shane Coleman, Director of Operations, and we're going to talk to Alma Ruiz, who's the Operations Supervisor. These guys work within the Office Pride franchise in Tyler, Texas, and they work for David Stein. David Stein's the franchise owner, and and these guys ha have made a difference. Well, they've allowed David to really do a great job at what he's doing because these guys are actually doing the hard work, running the organization each and every day. Not to be in the business owner isn't hard work, but these guys are making sure that the floors are getting clean every day at all of their commercial customers. So Shane Coleman, Alman, Alma Ruiz, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you. Thank you so much for the invitation. Yeah, you bet. Well, we're very glad you're here. And we um, are very interested in hearing about 
a little bit about how you got to be at Office Pride. So Alma, start with you. What did, what drew you to be an employee of Office Pride? Well, uh, I was working for Mother Frances Hospital in Tyler, Texas for like almost 10 years, and I got pregnant. And in that time, they had to, uh, you know, lay off me because the company actually lost the contract. So I was resting at home. So I, after I had my baby, after three months, I had started looking for a, for a job. Mm-hmm. So one of the guys that I know... Um, I was asking him, I said, do you know any anybody they hire right now? I'm looking for a job. He said, oh, yeah. I have a friend of mine, very close, that I can call him now, and we see what he says. So he called him in front of me, and he said, yeah, you got it. You have an interview tomorrow. Wow. I'm like, oh, wow, tomorrow? I was so nervous about it, but I'm like, <laughs> let me let me pray and see, because I really, really need something. I need to start doing something. So the next coming day, I meet with Mr. David. And he said, well, I don't have a whole bunch of work right now. You're going to start, you know, from the bottom. You're going to start cleaning. Because I was doing supervisor already in Mother Francis for 10 mm-hmm. years. So mm-hmm. he said, do you not mind? I'm like, no, I don't mind. I can start whatever, whatever you need me. I will start it. He said, I'm going to start you not five days a week. It's only a couple of days a week, a couple hours too. I'm like, well, something is something. I had to bring something from my family. So it's when I started. I started cleaning a building, you know, with the blind people. You know, it was really hard, you know, because, you know, you got to clean the worst things because mm. the people don't see it. So uh. I was like, oh, my God. But OK, I mean, I'm going to start here and we see, you know, how everything's going, you know. So I start cleaning another building to another building to another building. So I demonstrate, you know, that I really have a really good job. So Mr. David had another interview to me. I'm like, OK, well, we'll see. So he said, and, and now I'm going to need you to be a team lead. I'm like, okay. So, you know, I started with a team lead, checking some people, Uh uh, cleaning some buildings too, you know, so that's where I'm coming from. That's very good. Mm -hmm. And what about you, Shane? How did you get connected to Office Pride? It's almost a decade, you said. How did you get connected to Office Pride? So I was looking for a part-time job when I was working at a local company here. I said I need some extra income just to pay stuff off faster. So So motivation was money, trying to get get off some bills. Correct. So um, the guy who cut my hair still does. 12 years later, I said, hey, you know, I work for Office Pride. And, you know, at the time it was Randy who was running it and David might have been in my position. So I went and applied and got training. And so the first day I met David, we went to a uh, title company to clean it. So you you have to know David. So David is a uh, big time Republican. I'm a big time Democrat. He had on his on his bump. I had it on mine, Democrat. And <laughs> the connection was spectacular from the beginning. Well, you had Jesus in common, right? <laughs> we did. Right, okay. Because he, he always said this. He said, I knew you were a man of God when you walked in there. Hmm. He said, you know, how you walked in here, how you was like, yes, sir, no, sir. So we started building a relationship. And I tell everybody, we built a, you know, not only a boss-supervisor relationship, but a friend relationship. Hmm. His wife came in, and till this day, she called me her son. And when somebody like that calls you son, and David always say, he, he doesn't work for me. He's my friend. Mm. Right. And so, we, you know, we worked together for a couple of months, and he said, you know what? This is not working for me. I forget to start my own. We had already talked about it. He said, but just stay here. Let me get it off the ground. A couple of months later, he was like, well, you ready to come on? I'm like, yeah. He said, well, I can't pay you what you're making now. He said, but if you trust me, and this is where God comes in, 
you know, I said, you know what, Dave, I probably can't take a pay cut, but I'm going to I'm going to trust in him, not mm. you. I'm going to trust in God <laughs> first. And, you know, and I prayed about it, talked to God about it. And, you know, he God will talk to you. Yes, he will. He will dwell in you. And I just kept sleeping. You know what? David's good guy. I went on and done it. And like he said, he said, trust me. So I started trusting David a little bit more and gave me more responsibility. I started cleaning the building. You know, I was making pretty good. And, you know, I took almost an $8 pay cut because hmm. I was salary. So I started cleaning. He said, well, hey, I got more buildings. I need you to start delivering. Hey, I got more buildings. I need you to start training. And he said, well, hey, I need you to come out of your building. And that scared me. He said, I need you to come out of this building and start checking on people, start doing deliveries, inspections. I'm like, David. When you say deliveries, what does an office cleaning service do deliveries? Well, and when I say deliver, like delivering towels, products to Okay, so the, the cleaning stuff so that yeah. it's there for your people at night when Correct. they're going to be doing the cleaning. Okay, Correct. got it. And then he started adding more and more and more. He said, okay, I'm taking you out of deliveries now. <laughs> he said, I won't take you out of inspections. So it just started growing and growing. And, you know, you jump to 10, 11 years later. I'm running, managing 170 buildings. How many employees? 170 buildings. 140 employees. 140 employees. Wow. That's fantastic. So I don't have any kids, so I feel like I have 140 kids. (laughs) Yeah, you do. Be grateful you don't have 140 kids. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm dealing with emotions. I'm dealing with this. I'm dealing with that. And, you know, to see Alma's story, how she came in, because at that time I was a team lead, you know, she was cleaning Horizon, which is for, um, I hate to for you, for the blind, but it is blind mm-hmm. people who can't see well. She started there, and I'm like, Dave, we got to get her going. And he was like, okay. You know, I was kind of nervous. I'm like, man, she's coming to take my spot, because technically she had more experience in yeah, supervising. Yeah, she'd been supervisor longer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, and this our relationship that we built. You know, because people say, oh, man, are y'all married? And it bothers me when we say it because we're so close. But it's just we developed that friendship. Mm. Yes. So let's talk about that work relationship. You guys have worked together for how long then? It's going to be almost eight years. Eight years? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And that's a long time. So in the culture of office pride, um, are you able to then help the next, you know, the people that you work that work under you to to raise them up and encourage them. What how's that? What does that look like for you, Alma? Well, um, yeah, we, you know, every single day in the evening, you know, you try to when you go and see people, you try to encourage them, you know, to be more available. Like I have a team leads under me, you mm-hmm. know, so I wish one day, you know, they can think a little bit like like what I'm thinking right now, and they can be growing up and growing up and growing mm-hmm. up because I mean it's a lot of people that we have right now that are really really good workers you mm-hmm. know uh, they've been working for us for you know a couple of years so we have a guy Mr. Kinney you know he's we've been working for almost five years you know he he made me sometimes crazy but he's a sweet sweet guy you know he just a sweet person that you know he loves God so yes. that's, that's, that's awesome. a plus yeah so talk about the culture we, uh, Alma, you said you worked at a hospital for um, a long time, ten years, I think you said, before you had your baby. Yes. Your your mom. How many kids you guys? How many kids you have? I have four kids. Four kids. I have nineteen year old. I have seventeen girl Jackie. She works for us. Yes, nice. she works for us. Yes, and I have a seven year old Ray, and I have a four year old that she started pre K. Wow, you, know, you, got them, you got them spread out a lot. <laughs> yes. So talk about the culture, working at the hospital versus working at Office Pride. How, 
how you are treated as an employee, is there a big difference? Oh, my God, yes. Yes. It's a big, big difference. I know um, the hospital that I was working, you know, that a Catholic, uh, you know, hospital, mm-hmm. but it's completely different. You know, it's something that I never imagined, you know, that I can, you know, talk to Mr. David. He's not just only, you know, the owner for this company. He's the godfather for my kids. Mm. Uh-huh. So uh, we have a, you know, outside relationship to really, really close, you know, so everything has happened to me. It hurts him. It hurts Mrs. Stella, you know, every single one. It's just... You know, I can say I'm going to be working for this company because, I mean, it's just totally different. You know, it's just I don't have a words to, you know, to say it. Sure. But it's just did you ever, a blessing. Did you ever imagine you could work at a place where you could live out your faith and everything that you do? No, I don't think so. Mm-mm. I never think about it's going to be a big change in my life when I start working for Office Pride. Mm. You know, I mean... It was just like, I think in every, every single word is the same. You know, you just work at 5 p.m. and get out at one thirty, and that's it. You end it. You know, I never think something. I'm going to find something like this. Oh, what a, what a blessing. So what about you, Shane? Talk about the culture. You've worked other places besides Office Pride, obviously. Uh, so, But a decade you've worked at Office Pride. But compare the culture that you've worked within at Office Pride to where you worked before. You know, I worked at a jail. I worked at, didn't, wasn't in jail, but I worked at a jail. <laughs> good clarification. <laughs> good, good, good clarification there. Um, I worked in manufacturing. Uh, I, I tell this story, and I hope I don't get emotional, but um, it was four years Five, four or five years ago on April my sister had sickle cell she was older mm. and she died mm. <sighs> just hang on to that for a minute we're talking today with Shane Coleman and Alma Ruiz they're part of the Tyler Texas Office Pride team and if you want to find out maybe you're just you're like wow could I have employees like this mm. what an amazing opportunity to develop this kind of culture Check out Office Pride online, officepridefranchise.com. That's officepridefranchise.com. Okay, Shane. Sorry. No, it's fine. Don't be sorry. That's fine. <laughs> you you have a very special story to tell, I think. Well, well, why don't we let Alma pick it up while you're trying to grab, your, you know, contain yourself? Um, because I want to hear what you've got on your heart. Alma, you, how many people do report to you on a daily basis? Um, I'm going to say it almost 80. Wow. Wow. So how do you um, get a chance to feed into their lives on a daily basis? How do you get to encourage them? Um, You know, I'm being um, very close to them. Sure. You know, because um, every single night, you know, I have my own schedule, so I'm being busy them, you know, so. So you go and visit them at night when they're they're doing stuff? Yes. I'm started like around 4.30 sometimes, 5 o'clock, you know, to middle of the night or so I like to be close to the employees. You know, it's not just oh you need to finish this, 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 right. and that. I just you know more like, you know, how's today today? How's your kids? You know, how's your husband? You know, depends. You know, I know like, I know very well almost every single of my employee. You know that I already know like how I'm gonna set it things to every single one. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just like okay, I'm in building two. So I have um, you know, Christy. I know how Christy is, you know, so I just came and said, you know, hey, Christy, you know, how you doing? How's your son? Did he find a job already? Oh, no, man, you know, this, this mm-hmm. and that. So I'm being knowing them a lot. Do you, you get know, a chance to pray for him? Yes. Every time um, when I go to bed, you know, I'm not just praying only for my family. I just pray for everyone. Mm. 
That's so, powerful. Yeah, do you ever get a chance to pray with some of your people? Like when they're having a rough day? Yes. Um, especially um, with Elvira. Mm. Wow. Very cool. Very mm-hmm. cool. All right. And what, what I want you to hear from these guys, because they've got, they got a little emotional, is they just got to talk about the impact of the culture on them mm-hmm. and the impact of the culture on their people, because they love their people. I mean, who wouldn't want to work for an organization like that? You know, I was thinking the same thing, Jim. So many people don't have close family or close friends that they can count on and trust in. And um, it sounds like this is a, you know, this is a place where they know that happens. They know you're going to come and visit yeah. them, Alma, and ask how they're doing. They probably look forward to that as part of their job, because you might be the only person that asks them how they're doing. We're not just praying. We cry together. Yeah. You know, everything. I have like, well, she not work for us anymore. It was Maria, you know. She came home and, I mean, it's not me, you know, they have an issue sometimes or problems, but it's maybe sometimes her. Right. So she cries and I cry and just, just go ahead and pray about it, this. And That's excellent. fantastic. If it's mine, you know. We got Shane Coleman and Alma Ruiz. These guys work for Office Pride out of out of uh, Tyler, Texas. We talked to their boss, I don't know, about a year ago, David Stein, and, and just sharing the story of the impact. These guys aren't the owners of the Office Pride franchise. They work within the franchise. And you, if you just tune in now, you missed a really emotional uh, second segment as they just shared how they're pouring into their people, and it just brings tears to their eyes because they love loving on their people. So Shane, you um, you guys were telling us you have like 140 employees, 170 buildings that you're covering. I'm, my mind is just blowing right now that you even know any of your people. But it sounds like a, an amazing culture where you have great relationships. Um, so let's talk about David Stein, the owner. You um, you said that there's an incentive that he gave you out there. So it might have been six years ago. He uh-huh. said, if you can help me grow to this amount and you can take care of it uh-huh. he said i know you love the 49 he said i'll tell you what i'll send you out there plane ticket and hotel oh the 49 <laughs> yes to go to a football game yes so never been there and i was just tell you how blessed it was it was the last season that they were playing the candlestick oh wow so i got to see the last season and he you know and when a boss does that yeah. to spend over a thousand dollars you know he trusted in me and that's where my faith comes in is trusting Mm-hmm. Because you have employees out here, they ain't a building by themselves. They doing their own thing, and you, you have to trust. But you know, you got to verify. But um, I had a phone call the other night while I was here. And I'm gonna call somebody and show up to a building, and I was like, "Oh man, come on, come on!" And this, like, what's gonna happen? And I, I was, I'm gonna use the word fear. Mm. And I'm like. And God worked on me that night. I did not go to bed that night. And I got up and I got to start studying. You know, he tells us in the Bible, fear not. And then the whole time, I was like, I wonder how many, how many scriptures on the Bible that's talk about fear not. There's over 300. Hmm. It says fear not, fear not, fear not. That's the first thing the angels say when they show up. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. And one really caught me. And it says, fear not, for I have overcome the world. Mm. So everything that we are so fearful of, he has overcome it. Mm-hmm. So he said, okay, you're going to trust the weatherman to tell you it's going to rain, but you're not going to trust me. Okay, well, here you go again. Fear not. Oh, you're going to trust politicians, president. Oh, so you're still not going to trust me. Well, here's another <laughs> scripture. Fear not, for I'm telling you, I have overcome the world. And we just sit here and we say, oh, man, uh, you know, we're going to trust the airline pilot. But God said it. 
Mm-hmm. He hung, bled, and died for us. But you're still not going to believe him. And I just, that really worked on me that night, saying, fear not. Hmm. There's nothing out here that you can't conquer. So if you call a client, they say, you know what, I'm done with you. Okay, here come another client to take that spot. So fear not. What's the worst that can happen if somebody calls in? And when Alma called, she was bothered. I was bothered. I was just like, <laughs> man, why can't this work? Mm-hmm. And he really spoke to me that night. And it's just, fear not. <laughs> mm. And we struggle with that. We all struggle with it. You know, and I was just thinking that now you've had that, you know, God taught you that, you're going to be able to share that with your employees. Yes. There's going to be a time because yeah. they're probably fearful of things in their life too. And you can say, you know what? God taught me this yeah. lesson. So um, I just I just love that, that God gives you that and, not, and it won't be wasted. Yeah. You'll so be able to really, use it. really, really quick, speak to the listening audience that they're not the owner. They're just like you guys. They're running an organization, but they're not the ones that actually own the organization. Give just a couple of words of encouragement for them as they live out their faith in their work. What's one thing they should remember every day? Alma. The blessings. The blessings. Mm-hmm. I like that. What about from you, Shane? Wow. Just living like Christ. Just living day by day. You know, we're not promised tomorrow. Mm. And right. just live it like it's my grandma. Just live it like it's your last day. Mm. I like your grandma. <laughs> Shane Coleman, Alma Ruiz from Tyler, Texas, Office Pride. Thank you guys for being an eye work for him today. Thank, Thank you, you for having us. Make sure you check out Office Pride online. Maybe you're a business owner. You're looking for a great cleaning company to help take care of your commercial space. Or maybe you're somebody that always have wanted to be an entrepreneur, but you didn't know where to turn. OfficePrideFranchise.com. You know we love them right here, and I work for him. You're listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I work work for him. him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit IWorkForHim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at IWorkForHim and online IWorkForHim.com. IWork, the number four, him.com.